For all 140 plus episodes of the Game Central podcast, including bonus episodes, visit GameBanter.co.uk for a complete archive of every single podcast we've ever done. That's GameBanter.co.uk. Hello everybody and welcome to episode 150 of the Game Central Podcast. I am your sleepy co-host Gareth and I'm joined by my very ill co-host Dave. Hey. Hey. I'm, I'm ill and stuff. I'm awake. Hey. I know, it's a miracle. I'm a, I'm a lot better than I was. Do oh, I? Um... Because um, I I did the the age old Gareth um, technique of curing oneself by literally hibernating, and I think I slept. Um, got home, got home and went to bed about nine. Mm-hmm. Uh, slept. Uh, had to wake up to call into work and just go look. I literally can't come in. Like, it's just dreadful went back to bed so like 7 o'clock woke up went back to bed at about quarter past 7 didn't wake up until about 12 nice. and then I was just like oh I feel a bit better and then I've yeah I feel a lot better uh, so yeah thanks for the recommendations of just hibernating like an absolute bear yeah and, I, I uh, didn't invent it yeah but it's was, it was, it was good heads up you know, good oh have you tried this yeah, it's why I'm like never ill. I preemptively am just like no, I'm so I'm sleeping off the germs before they have chance to like get in. Yeah, yeah, I did this. I I feel like that's what I've done this time. Usually I wait until I'm literally like at work with a pounding headache, a snotty nose, a sore throat, and I can barely speak. And I'm just like, right now I'm going to take a day off. Now I feel like I've made the correct decision by taking a day off before I got so sick. That I could barely walk, um, mainly because I'm busy on the weekend. Yeah. So can't be sick. What did you uh, so, have? Did you have that new coronavirus? Uh, I don't know. I think it's just. Um, I'm pretty sure it's not that bad because okay. if it was that bad, I think I'd still be ill. Nah. Um, but there's been something going around my school, and because I've got a, uh, I'm teaching more classes, which means now I'm, you know, I'm in contact with more children. I right. feel like they're passing passing their germs on to me. So let's go, oh. Dirty kids. little bastards. Yeah, dirty little bastards. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I feel a lot better. And um, But also, and this is going to be a really fun segment for what have we been playing, uh-huh. because uh, uh, I injured my thumb playing sports Okay. Uh, on Thursday. And I was like, oh, isn't that bad? No, it's going to be a bit bruised. Uh, but it's not that bad. Uh, went home and literally my whole thumb was like black in bruise. And so I haven't been able to use it um, for like at least, well, today's the first day where I've actually been able to grab things with my right hand uh, like an effective homo sapien. I've just been left-handed for literally like all these days. Um so yeah, been playing no games because I literally can't use my right thumb. 
which is quite essential, it appears. Yeah, that's, uh, a, to that's a big one. That's one of the big two films. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And so I was just like, oh my god, I literally didn't realise how much I played games until I've injured my thumb. And I was like, oh my god, what am I doing in my life? I'd get home from work and just sit there and be like, there's nothing to watch. And I can't do anything else. And, oh shit. So yeah. I have to talk to the wife. Ugh. Yeah, and that's, 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 that's almost as bad. <laughs> god, I've got to now socialise and, you know, verbally communicate with the one I love. Oh, what? Fuck! What a shame. So wow. yeah, that's been uh, that's been my week. Well, that's that's not um, too bad if you don't include the being off yeah, work like... for being ill and having no way to entertain <laughs> yourself whilst you were off. <laughs> exactly. So that that's been fun. Um, yeah, been watching a little bit of anime though. I'll be honest, not a whole lot due to the fact that I got to read subtitles and you can't really do that when you're sick. Um, well, I can't. So yeah, um, been kind of just suffering in silence, I'll be honest. Not to put too much pressure on you though, but mm-hmm. the entertainment factor of this whole 150th super special episode is definitely going to be riding on your shoulders. So, uh, Great. That's perfect because I thrive under pressure. Yes, always. But what, I don't, never... what I don't do well under pressure is uh, be entertaining. So. <laughs> Anyway, uh, today, today anyway, I um I worked from home, which would normally be like a proper chill day, and I would be full of energy by now. Um, but after I had a meeting in the afternoon, so I was working from home in the morning, went out to this meeting in the afternoon, and then afterwards I was like, I'll go into Manchester, uh, do a little bit of shopping, and then I'll come back, and I'll have done something with my day, other yeah. than just like bed meeting straight back to bed. So I went into Manchester, and I, you know, did a little bit of shopping, and then I was going to come home, and I was like, you know what, I'll save some money, and I'll use my bus pass to get home, I'll get the bus back to my town, instead of getting the train, because I'll save like five quid. Yeah. You know, smart. Makes sense, makes sense. Uh, the downside of that is, of course, instead of being back in my town in ten minutes, it took an hour and a half, in horrible traffic, surrounded by horrible people on a horrible bus... And everyone fucking stank, and it was fucking horrible, and I'm just exhausted now. Oh, God, yeah. See, this is it. This is what people always underestimate about travelling. And I said, you know, travelling is the reason why I obviously get, one, annoyed, and two, tired. Yeah. I said, you know, all the time. I said, if I'm travelling to, say, London, and the traffic's being shit, it it just takes such mental fortitude not to get... Because it is the acceptance that there's nothing you can do to change the situation. Yeah. You know, you know, I'm stuck, especially in your situation. Um, I made a decision to get onto this bus. I've now got to live with that decision. Yeah. And then obviously you probably did that thing, didn't you? Where it's like, oh no, I'll be off in a minute. Yeah. Don't worry, it isn't that bad. And then when you, when you come to that realisation, probably about 20 minutes in, where you're just like, this is actually going to take fucking ages, isn't it? You're like, yeah, this is my life. Yeah. And then you yeah. And then you're just like, why didn't I just get the fucking train? This is just not worth it. <laughs> I've only saved myself a fiver. Fuck yeah. these stinky people. Five yeah, quid is, is nothing compared to yeah. In the grand scheme of things, happens. you know, in hindsight, uh five quid probably would have been worth not having stinky people sat next to you for an hour and a half. 
that's a long time. That is a very long time to be on a bus. It was a long time. And then once I'm in town, I have to walk home, which is like 20, 25 minutes. Oh, even so, worse. Two-hour journey. I'm a pretty yeah. sleepy boy right now, Dave, but I'm powering through. Let's do it. For you, Dave. <laughs> and all 88 subscribers to this podcast. Yes. It's almost 100. I'm happy with that. That is almost... 100 is almost 200, really, when you think about yeah, it. Yeah, really. If you, yeah, if you wanted to, like, yeah. So we round basically it up. have... And 200 is almost a million. So, you know, we've almost just cracked the market completely. So. 200 so much closer to a million than zero that... It, yeah. Yeah. It's 200 people more closer to a million. 200 so people. many people. So many people. 88 people is like an assembly hall. Yeah. Yeah. It's not bad. There's an assembly hall of people listening to us at a desk, chatting to each other. That's decent. Barely paying that's attention a, to whack. us, but they need background yeah. noise because otherwise yeah. they'll go insane. We, because of be the there. hour and a half journey in traffic that I've got. <laughs> you know, it's better listening to us than it is anything else. Yeah. <sighs> Anyway. But yeah, I'm I'm excited about the news. I've heard it's been a really super interesting week and not all slow. Yep. News <laughs> technically news occurred. Um just none of it worth talking about. <laughs> so basically, episode 150, we've got nothing special planned. There's been no news and you've played nothing. In a nutshell, without spoilers, yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. Well, let's just <laughs> Let's first of all, let's just go over like we made it to 150. That's a big deal. That's huge. That is. It is. Uh, episode 100. We did a whole, you know, looking back at the past 100 episodes thing. And we went. And we listed off some of our favourite things that we did, and we played clips from them. And I'm not going to do that this time because, like, it's an, it's an age-old trope. Let's be honest. Yeah, we sort of not 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 just because it's a significant amount of work for you to do, a highly significant <laughs> amount of work. Yeah, uh, but also like I feel like the past fifty episodes, it's been really weird. So, all right, let me just check on my phone here. So, episode one hundred mm-hmm. was titled Nobstalgia. Yeah, and it was in. Oh god, I can't see from this screen so there's a comment on it from a spam account from April 2016 wow so it's at least been like almost four years since episode 100 um, because of like you know people leaving and coming back and bereavements like I think all of us have had someone die in the past few years So you don't want to do a podcast for a long time after that. And then, like, you know, Rob goes through episodes where he just doesn't have it in him to do it, which is fine because we're not getting paid. It's just a fucking part-time thing. But it just means in the time it should have taken us to do, like, 200 episodes, we've only done 50. So they're very spread out. And some of them are, like, years old now, even though it's only been within the past 50 episodes. So, like, going back through all those is, like, thinking back three years to episode... 110 or whatever, like I can't even remember. Um, So anyway, that's why there's not going to be any kind of like, here's clips from the past 50 episodes since the last milestone episode. I hope people are okay with that. 
Uh, but if you do have any like favourites, by all means get in touch. I'm at Game Banter on Twitter. Um, let me know. Maybe I can do like a separate thing that's like a anthology of cool moments from the past 50 episodes. If people remember any that are worthwhile, I'm sure there's a few that I could conjure up uh, if needs be. Um, but yeah. It, yeah. It's, you know, we're, we're not perfect, Dave. No, exactly. But I think this is it. Is uh, something like this, you do get like uh, motivations and, you know, spits and spats. But I think this time, looking back at it and saying, well, 50 episodes in four years, we can definitely do better than that. Yes. Um, and yeah, being motivated to just carry on doing it. Just having a nice weekly chat and a catch up is always good as well. Yeah, so, this time next year yeah. we'll be at episode 200 and it'll be great. Yeah. yeah. But Crazy for now, to think that actually, yeah, but for now. Yeah, for now uh, we are going to move on to the news and then after that I think we, we said in the DM that we're going to talk about just what goes into making an episode of the podcast. For people, if anyone cares, you know, which. Oh, yeah, it, do, it so. is actually quite interesting to listen to uh, people's. Um, you know, they're set up almost. It's like doing a YouTuber set up video. People are always a little bit interested in how it works behind the curtain. And also, more importantly, how it changes us as people who play games and like games or just media as a whole. Like how it changes our perception of it. Um, and yeah, so it should be a nice, a nice good look behind the curtain, as it were. Yeah. But for now, uh, let's move on to the weakest week of news there's ever been in the history of games. News for this week. Uh, We've already alluded to the fact that it's slim pickings, and we're going to keep telling you how slim the pickings were. Um, Uh First evidence of this... um, The Half-Life games are free to play on Steam until March right now. Um, nice. Valve has done this in preparation for Half-Life Alex, um, which is still... the VR game. That's the VR game, yeah. But until yeah. that comes out in March, you can go to the uh, Steam page for Half-Life or Half-Life Two, which I, I'm on the Steam page right now on my PC, which obviously people can't see. And it says "Play Half-Life Two, play for free, ends in two months." So there's a button there you can just click it and you download Half-Life Two for free, play it, and that's a really good game, Dave. I don't know if anyone's told you that. Hot take. Yeah, a couple of people have told me, actually, I should play it. Um, so, yeah, if it's free, I've got no excuse now, have I? Correct. Um, so, it's actually, scary. just download it and play it. Is it? Yeah, yeah. So, okay, there's an enemy in it called Head Crabs, which basically turn people into zombies. Oh, right, okay. And there's a few sections where it's like, okay... Here's a zombie bit. And I'm like, oh, fuck, I'm a pussy. Uh, <laughs> and those bits are always uh, scary. But if yeah. I can do it, if I can get through those bits, anyone can. Mm. Steam are definitely trying to use their only like relevant IP to try and sell or get people back interested in Steam. Uh, um, Valve, sorry, are trying to use their only IP to get people back into Steam. Because obviously Epic... Is like steered in a lot of major publisher release games. Um, so yeah, they'll be like, "Look, we've got a Half-Life game coming out. 
play our Half-Life games and remember that we still exist. Come back to my store. Please come back to my store. <laughs> you kind of assume uh, everybody who was ever going to play Half-Life 2 has by now, but if you haven't, like, there's no excuse, really. Yeah, they're talking about, you know, is 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 that younger generation you weren't around. Like, I, for one, have no excuse. I was around when Half-Life 2 came out, and I was around when the orange box came out. Mm-hmm. And I remember when everyone kept on telling me to buy the orange box, and I was just like, no. Um, bit of a hipster. No, I don't want to play it. It's not even that good. Uh, but I can guarantee you it is that good. Um, Does that it's like mean... games like Portal as well. Like, I, I've... Yeah. I've, uh, I've probably played about three... Um, three levels or puzzles in Portal 2 with my cousin uh, and that's pretty much my whole experience with Portal uh, which is a sin because uh, I look at clips now from Portal and I'm just like holy shit this is this is a game proper up my street so yeah I will change that I think this will be the start of my journey if I play Half-Life 2 yeah, I think this will be the start this, of my journey into Valve. This is the sound of me yeah. speechless. <laughs> this is, yeah, this is the, the, the genuine response that I get from a lot of people. It's like, sorry, what, you didn't play Portal 2? No, never. Never even played Portal. Portal um, is, in my opinion, pretty much perfect. Like, it's not too long. The puzzle mechanic is fantastic. The storyline is fantastic. And it's just like, you get in, you get out, and you enjoy every second of it. It's fucking... Mm. 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 Love Paul. Also, Half-Life 2. Pretty good. Pretty good. You should play Half-Life 2. I'll play Half-Life 2. Even if you already played Half-Life 2, it's free on Steam. Just play it again. Yeah, yeah, just download it. Play it again. I'm going to experience it for the first time. That might be one of the games I'll talk about in the future. And just be like, shit! They've not heard of Half Life Two. <laughs> which uh, which thumb of yours is the the fucked one? Right hand. So you can still use a mouse. That'd be all right. You'd... Yeah, I reckon I could actually. I'm using one now, so I think I think I, I reckon I could play it. You know, I, just, I might just do it now. I might just literally as I'm talking to you now, go onto the Steam Store, and just download Half Life Two. Should we both play Half-Life 2 and talk about it next week? Is that a thing mm. that we should commit to now on the air, live on the radio, to all 88 What's subscribers? On? What's going on? What's going on this week? Let's see if I can actually keep that promise in a legitimate <laughs> fashion. Um, I'm almost positive I, I don't have time for so, that this week. So it's Saturday. Um, yeah, I reckon I can keep that promise. That by this time next, probably yeah, this time next week I could, I could definitely have at least played, if not got most of the way through Half Life Two. So yeah, let's do that. I will. So I need to go on to the. Where is it? I can't see the advert. Go on to Steam and just. You know, I'm going to do this off air. (laughs) Okay. I'm going to do this off air because let's be honest, yeah, that's going to be really annoying. And I'm just going to be like, where is it now? <laughs> like an old granny. I can't find it. 
I've been looking for something to play as well. I mean, I've got a billion things I can play. But I, I did that thing last night where, you know, you sit there and you're like, okay, I'm loading up the YouTube front page for the sixth time. What what should I play instead? Okay, I'm doing it for the seventh time. Still don't know what I'm going to play. And it was just that all night. <laughs> I'm just staring at it going, what should I do? <laughs> and like a friend, I've got a friend who, um, he was saying, also, he needs something to play. And I was like, oh, get on Game Pass. There's like a hundred games and they're all great. And you can play any one of them. And you'll have a great time. And then after talking to him, I just sat there playing nothing all night. Like, what should I play though? <laughs> right look i'm now i'm now downloading half-life 2 okay there you go there we go so this time next week i'll be talking to you about how great half-life 2 is as if it is a shock to anyone oh what if you hate it though that would be great as well oh that would be even better i'm not going to go into this thinking i'm going to hate it but yeah just imagine if i have the most controversial opinion i found the most boring game in the world that would be equal parts great and heartbreaking. I mean, not heartbreaking. I don't. I'm not attached to it in the same way a lot of other people are. But I recognise how good it am is. I, you know. Am I going to suffer by not playing Half Life? No, I never played Half Life. All right, cool. It, like, I think I understand the general story. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You All understand. Right. Who I've been around Gordon games. Freeman yeah. is. Exactly. I've been around games long enough to understand who Gordon Freeman is and what the what the general gist of the story is. Yeah. So, yeah. You'll be fine. All right. Fine. That's enough talking about right. half a ne- Yeah. Uh, next news well, story. We're that for all it's worth. I know. I well, done well, there. well, yeah, considering there's no news, we've made one non-news story last about 10 minutes. Mate, exactly. We're seasoned veterans, <laughs> we are. Look at us. Uh, Torchlight 3 got announced. Um, it's Torchlight. not free to play. It's going to be a full-blown sequel. The Torchlight 2, which I believe came out in 2012. So this is like eight years later. It's basically uh, Diablo. Um, yeah, I was about to say, is this a Diablo game? Yeah. That so isn't Diablo. It was yeah. um, a game that I remember playing on Xbox Live, the original Torchlight. Um, it controlled <laughs> on a controller very well, uh, but it was really, really simple and super duper easy. And there wasn't much to it. It had the same Diablo stuff of like, you know, you... You get abilities and you choose which ones you want to have equipped and then you collect loot and you get better loot and you kill things and get loot and it was that sort of loop. Um, but there wasn't much more to it. I believe the second one had co-op but I never played it with uh, my friends because it was around that time that Diablo 3 came out and if you're going to play one of those games it's going to be Diablo 3, you know. Mm. But I guess you never played it, Dave? No, never did. Uh, I remember seeing Torchlight. I reckon my brother played it. It looks like a game that he would definitely have played on the original, like you said, the original Tor- Torchlight. I think I remember watching him. Because I was just like, why does it ring a bell? But I can't remember playing it. And I was like, oh, now I've seen the graphics and the visuals. Yeah, I do remember watching it. But no, it's it's again these sorts of games. They just my brain kind of switches off from them. Yeah, uh, you know, it's almost like I know I'm not gonna one be good at it, and therefore two I won't enjoy it because I'll get so frustrated. Um, but yeah, looks alright actually. Um, yeah, 
They are, it, they are good games. The, the problem, of course, is that they released a new Diablo. This game was supposed to ape those games, and then a new actual one came out that was pretty awesome. Uh, and only got better as time went on. So it's like the demand for a new torchlight got weaker as time went on. But now Blizzard are in the shitter because they supported China in the whole Hong Kong debacle. So everyone hates Blizzard now. So now's the time <laughs> to jump in with your own Diablo thing. I mean, they've announced Diablo 4, but I don't think people are that thrilled about the way it looks from what I've seen. No. Uh, yeah, not a lot of people have, like you said, um, like kind of gone with it and gone, yeah, I can't fucking wait. Uh, they did take the piss, didn't they? Because they released a mobile game before anything else. Yeah, the BlizzCon two years ago, they announced the new yeah. Diablo game on mobile and everyone booed the fuck out of it. And the guy was like, yeah. what, don't you guys have phones? Yeah, exactly. Don't oh. you guys have phones? Well done. Take the piss out of your actual only fan base. Congratulations. I'm sure they're going to fucking love you for that. Ooh, um, dickheads. <laughs> Just get your phones out and spend some free to play money on our blatant economy. Yeah. Uh, like, literally, like, could not be further removed from their own fucking, um, you know, audience. Uh, because you know they were hyping up for ages i remember everyone was just saying like oh it's going to be diablo news can't wait there's going to be diablo news what do you reckon it's going to be and then everyone was just like you know the only thing that i didn't want it to be is a fucking mobile game and it's the only thing that they announced yeah and that person when it was the open q a session at the end he came down and just went because it was live streamed (laughs) and he just went i've only got one question are you actually taking the fucking piss (laughs) And then yep. he just dropped the mic and walked away. <laughs> and then everyone stood up and started clapping. <laughs> and it was just like, yeah. Um, Pretty legendary. Fucking, just imagine, worst day at the office stories. <laughs> <laughs> What's your worst day at the office? We're like standing in front of genuinely about 200,000 people and try to sell a Diablo mobile game to them. And my colleague said, don't you have phones? <laughs> <laughs> I'm that guy who stood next to him. <laughs> That's me. <laughs> yeah. Well, they, no uh, could... at the, the latest BlizzCon, they did have like a CGI trailer for Diablo 4, which is like easily one of the most impressive bits of CGI I've ever seen in my entire life, like including mm. everything Disney's doing, like with Frozen 2 and all the toy stories and shit. You watch that stuff and you're like, oh, they they found a way to bring toys to life for real though and film it with real cameras that's crazy like you watch that um diablo 4 intro cinematic and it's like creepy as fuck oh my god it's horrific and it looks so cool but then you see gameplay and you're like this looks like diablo 3 but a bit less personality maybe i don't know so then you know here comes torchlight and we're like hey torchlight 3 we've got all your awesome shit you want from Diablo, but we've also got a bit of personality about us, maybe? Yeah. There's a window there. There's a window that the Torchlight series, in all its Diablo copying glory, hasn't had since 2009, when the original came out. So, I'm hoping that it's good, because I did play that first one. I thought it was cool at the time. There's a window that they could easily either step through or fall through to their deaths 
That doesn't make sense. You say things now, Dave. <laughs> say things to save me uh, from that really bad metaphor. Yeah, like you said, it is in their hands. Um, see what they do with it, really. Um, but yeah. Should we talk about this weird Let's talk about story? the weird... Yeah. Let's move on to that. So, Ocarina of Time uh, is one of the most speedrun games in existence. Uh, mm-hmm. Understandably so. Uh, a speedrunner has recently been hacking minutes off the world record. Uh, because of, I Fucking guess, hell. Really? Minutes? Jesus. Yeah, minutes are like really hard to come by. Yeah. Like, seconds is usually like a big deal in a speedrun. But this guy, it says here... So he's completed Ocarina of Time in 13 minutes uh, in j- July of last year. It was 17 minutes, so he's managed to hack four minutes off the world record. So how do you complete it in un- 15 under 15 minutes? Uh, I think it's an any yeah, so it's an any percent category. So you can like okay. find an exploit to get yourself to the last boss fight in the game and then beat that boss, maybe. Or, I don't know. I've not watched the speedrun, but I kind of want to after right, this. Right, okay, cool, cool. Um, yeah, because I'm just like, how the fuck do you get through... How do you get the items to get in? Because surely you've got to complete the temples. Fucking hell. Anyway, yeah, I'll be in... Te- it's only 15 minutes of my life I've wasted, so yeah, I'd love to watch it. Although I did remember watching, uh, or someone showed me a portal speed run, and they do it in like, you know, less than, it's like less than two minutes or something stupid. So and they just completely, ex- yeah, they just completely exploit the physics in the game. And they like, you know, shoot through the map and like no clip all the way to the end boss. Yeah. And then just beat the end boss, and then that's it, the end. Um, and it just confused the shit out of me. I was like, <laughs> what? Is this what speedrunning is now? You're just fucking no-clipping yourself through walls. But yeah. Well, there are different categories. Uh, so there'll be a portal category that's like no exploits or 100% or whatever, where you have to collect everything in the game and complete it. And yeah. Those exist for Ocarina of Time, and they're like hours long... Um, but yeah, I love speedrunning. I, I watch it every now and then. There's a speedrunner called Anthony Caliber on YouTube. Okay, yeah. He only speedruns The Last of Us. That's all he does. Just plays The Last of Us over and over and over and over and over again. He's got the time down to like a fine art. He's hacking little bits off it every single time. He's really good. Um, but that's obviously not related to to this. No, I, I, gen- I generally think that speedrunning is a skill. Um, and like you said, either way, like exploiting it or doing it properly, um, or like doing it completionist style, I think it's definitely a skill. Like, I wouldn't even know how to fucking, you know, do the exploit, even if you told me how to do it. I reckon that's still a skill in itself um, to know where and when to do it. So, yeah. But yeah, 13 minutes, that just... That just blows my mind <laughs> yeah well they did it with something called arbitrary code execution which i'm reading this off the article now so i apologize i can't elaborate on this anymore because this is as much information as i have uh, it means that the game can be forced to load and execute a safe file name as if it is game code 
So using a save file name that his game code can access parts of the game left over from its development and testing. Uh, right. And that's meant they can do things So they're like, level skipping? Kind of, yeah. They can warp to certain yeah. parts of the game that they couldn't before. And it's in the yeah. game, so it's not like necessarily cheating. You know, they're not hacking yeah, it's not the game. Like on the, yeah, they're not just on the title screen and go to boss level and then just do it that yeah, way. Yeah, it's not no, like, doing you know, it. you start yeah. Sonic and you're like, A-A-B-B, A-A-B-B, up, down, up, down. Like, that's good. <laughs> it's not like shit. Yeah. Um, but it also highlighted something very interesting that they found out, which is that there are R-Wings in Ocarina of Time from Star Fox 64. <laughs> um, and they're not just like, here's a static model of an R-Wing that you can see. They're very small R-Wings. They fly around, they shoot you. Um, you can lock onto them with Z-Target in. You can kill them as though they were enemies. Uh, they have AI, like they'll dodge you. They move around and stuff. It's so weird. This game's been out over 20 years and they just found out about this. I fucking love that shit, man. That's actually fucking great. That's just fantastic. Well, yeah, like you said, they just find... They find little like, and it, it might be counted as an Easter egg, to say the least. But yeah, maybe yeah. little snippets in the game where they just start, oh my god, and it's taken us like genuine decades to find this. Yeah, it makes you wonder what else is in. Like maybe there's a like <laughs> a naked woman in Mario sixty four or some shit. Who knows? Yep, could be, could be. You're you're obviously fingers crossed for that one. Yep, that's quite why I'm playing Mario 64 every night before I go yeah, to bed, quite, just in case. Quite, quite a niche, uh, what's his name? But It wouldn't even yeah. look good. She'd have, like, two polygons oh, yeah. for nipples. Yeah, like, yeah, really, really bad. But, you know, whatever gets you off, mate, you know. Um, don't mind. Anything, Not going to judge. Anything gets, gets me. Not going to judge. No. <laughs> Literally, fucking anything. <laughs> Uh, was that it? Did you have any new stories, Dave? Um, there was just that small one uh, that I found that um, Nintendo's mobile games oh, yeah. have breached $1 billion in revenue. And that's in-game purchases. Outrageous. With uh, the Fire Emblem, which is outrageous, let's be honest. Uh, the article never stated when uh, or how long it's taken to... Uh, to um, gain that amount of money, but um, yeah, it's, um, the fire—I can't remember what, it, what the name of it was—but it's the Fire Emblem Online, or say mobile game, right? Uh, has racked up six hundred and fifty-eight in purchases. Million was that since its release? Yeah, million six hundred and fifty-eight million dollars of in-game purchases. Now these are free to cap. Free to play games. These are so. So yeah, customers are spending money on you know time saving mechanisms or character skins and stuff like that on these games. And then the article says, and and you wonder why Nintendo are spending so much money on these games and developing these games rather than Nintendo Switch games. And you said, let's go. Well, actually, there is an argument to say if they're going to spend the money on them, then fucking yeah, let's do it. Yeah, like a billion dollars is ridiculous. So that includes what? There's a Mario Kart game. There's a Animal so Crossing there was six, Happy Home yeah. designer thing. 
So there was Animal Crossing Mario Kart. There was a Doctor Mario game. There was Fire Emblem. There was um, oh, what was the other one? Um, it was a Wario game. A Wario game. I think there's a Wario game. Hang on, let me get it up. Let me get it up. Let me get it up. Is there a WarioWare game for mobile that I don't know about? Because how? Why can't I find the news article? This is this, this is, is great. This is this is great. This is actually fucking amazing. <laughs> Here it is. It's um so it's Fire Emblem, Animal Crossing, Dragalia Lost, Mario Kart, Super Mario Run, and Doctor Mario. Oh, Super well, Mario Run, right? Okay, that was it. That. So those are the six games that uh, make up this one billion. But sixty-one percent of the earnings go to Fire Emblem Heroes. Jesus Christ. $658 million worth of earnings. Um, that's gross. That's actually, no, that's ridiculous. Sorry, I just realised. That is since 2000, that is in the year. That is in one year. So, sorry, I found another article and they said, uh, since their 2019 release, these games have racked up $1 billion for the company. Why, why are Nintendo bothering making consoles and shit well it is an argument why konami started just making pachinko machines and gambling machines over games because the pachinko machines were making them more money per unit than any video game was gonna ever make them yeah so that's why they started just like fucking off their video game business and just capitalizing on their already you know a satisfied audience as it were you know these are the IPs that we've created now play the gambling fucking machine in a casino like it's it's crazy how much money like when you put it into terms like that in a year like fire him oh my god Nintendo are going to start making so many of these (laughs) yeah it's ridiculous sorry um so Fire Emblem, mm-hmm. in its first year, surpassed the 500 million mark in revenues on its own. Okay. Um, which means, yeah. And that was from its 2018 to 2019 release. And they, they, they predict that by 2021... Um, it will likely clear a billion dollars on its own. My God. By 2021. What would your choice for a uh, Nintendo IP that they could turn into a game be, Dave? <sighs> Nintendo IP that they can turn into a mobile game? Yeah. Um, surely Zelda needs to jump into this bandwagon. Oh, yeah, definitely. Oh, surely. Like, Animal Crossing makes sense. Fire Emblem, obviously, just like it's an RPG in it so yeah that makes sense uh, so Zelda yeah maybe we can do like a Zelda collector card game hmm. boom there we go not bad not bad 
Zeker af van het. I'm hired. I'm done. <laughs> but yeah, that's a ridiculous amount of money. I can't believe it. That's so much money. Sorry, that's just, it's a mobile game for fuck's sake. <laughs> what do you even buy with the money? It's what I mean. What are you spending your cash on? <laughs> like, what are you actually spending your cash on? <laughs> like, I don't know. And again, I get. I guess it's the same argument is for like you know player packs in Smash. But like, at least you're getting new characters. But here, like, what are you spending your money on? Skins. No doubt, a majority of this money is on time-saving mechanics. Yeah, it'll be like you know, oh, you can you can attack again in fifteen hours, or spend two gems and you can attack now. Like I can guarantee you, that's where it is. And granted, this is from someone who has never seen this game, let alone played it. So I'm just I'm I'm taking a massive like shot in the dark here. That is like every other mobile game I've ever played in my life, but um. Yeah, what are you spending your money on? I don't know, mate. Well, you know what, mate? You don't need thumbs for it, so maybe that's maybe that's one. Yep. Right, maybe, maybe I've <laughs> I found my new calling. <laughs> <laughs> maybe it's a lot of injured people without thumbs going. Well, I can't play your fucking Nintendo Switch, so I might as well just play my <laughs> my finger friendly. Mobile games. I've heard crazy right, explanations. Yeah, good point. But no, sorry, that just blows my mind. Genuinely shocks me. Well, you'll be alright, mate. Don't worry about it. You'll mm. get over it eventually. Especially when I can just spend a ten and get both Portal 1 and Portal 2. Oh, he's brought it full circle. <laughs> See? This is why they pay me the big bucks. You get paid... Yeah, what don't you? Awkward. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this week's video game music segment with me, the host of the segment, Gareth. Uh, as this is the 150th episode, I thought it would be appropriate to play the song from the first ever video game music segment, uh, which was in episode three. The Resident Evil 2 episode. Obviously go to gamebattler.co.uk to hear it for yourself if you want, but the audio isn't great as I alluded to uh, earlier for me, later for you uh, in those earlier episodes. Um, so we're going to be playing for you uh, from the original soundtrack to StarCraft 2, the song Wings of Liberty. Um, I picked it as the first song we ever played because A, I was on a real big um, orchestral soundtrack to video games thing at the time, uh, and B, StarCraft 2 is like a really, really important game for me. It's like what got me into PC gaming. So I just fucking love StarCraft 2, and it has an incredible soundtrack, as you're about to hear. So from episode three of the Game Central podcast, uh, this is from the soundtrack to StarCraft 2, and the track is called Wings of Liberty. Enjoy!
So, this is episode 150 of the Game Central podcast. Uh, we've been doing this quite a while now, and we've uh, we've got methods, we've got our ways of doing it. If you're interested in making your own podcast, then don't, because you'll be direct competition. <laughs> and we only have 88 subscribers, and we need every single one of them to be listening to this. But if you were interested... Make it on something else, other than games. <laughs> Okay. Yes, ex- yes. Find another interest. Stay Cooking. in your lane, man. Gardening. <laughs> knitting. All of these are great things to do podcasts about. Find uh, your niche. <laughs> fuck off. But if you are interested in what goes into making this podcast, uh, that's what this segment's all about. Uh, in lieu of a feature about video games this week, we're just going to sort of go through what goes into a typical episode of this podcast. But let's start at the beginning, Dave. Uh, what equipment do you use when you're recording on your end well you don't record on your end but what are you speaking yeah, to me on right say. now so at the minute i have got a gaming headset on my head uh we are it's yeah just a microphone and some headphones really uh attached to me um okay yeah and that's it so we we talk via skype um you know, seeing as we don't live in the same city, uh, preferably you'll be in a room together. Um, but, you know, Skype works. It's the same concept. We're chatting to each other. Um, yeah, plus, now and, yeah, this way I don't have to catch any of your horrible germs. Yeah, exactly. So there are some pros to it. <laughs> um, yeah, if I'm honest, um, it's a really... So mine's a Turtle Beach gaming headset, which I've had for a while. It was originally for the Xbox, but it is also a PC gaming mic. Um, and that produces a good enough uh, sound, it's cheap enough to buy. Mm-hmm. It's not as difficult. I honestly thought we were going to have to like set up like, you know, this amazing high quality, like, sure mic rig and, like, you know, proper high quality with sound dampeners and everything, but. Honestly, you don't need to go that in depth about it. No, and any um, like anything that the Turtle Beach picks up that isn't like you talking, I catch in yeah. the editing. So, yeah, with a little exactly. bit of skill, so, you can make any microphone sound pretty professional. This is it. So I'm in a room uh, on my own. The door is shut um, <laughs> with my computer. Uh, my fans are actually quite loud on my computer, so I'm, I'm probably background noise. That's probably the worst culprit. But um, and sometimes my dog just walk into the room. He does like <laughs> headbutt the door open and jangle into the room uh, at some points. But apart from that, like you just said, there's not like, there's not a massive amount of technology my end that needs to go ahead um, in regards to you know prepping. Uh, your end is where the magic happens. So you're on the other end of the Skype call. Yeah. Uh, and I'm guessing with, well, actually, what is your setup? Do uh, you do, do you have a headphone like me, or are you like like holding a microphone not to your mouth, like a like a like a presenter? <laughs> no. So I've uh, years ago I used the Yet- Yeti Blue Snow. <laughs> no, sorry, the Blue Snowball, which is a oh, type yeah. of microphone that's like a big white ball. Um, and now I'm using the uh, Blue Yeti, which is what I got confused about a second ago. So the Yeti's like, it's got a big stand on it, and it's sort of, you can look up pictures, but it's very professional. It has a number of settings, 
Um, I don't really need a microphone this professional to the podcast, but I really like the sound quality of the blue um, product line. Uh, so it's a blue Yeti. I have the volumes not too high and getting the audio just right is very difficult, which is why I use OBS on the PC. I have a very good PC. The p- computer in it, I think it's a 7600K, which is a very good CPU, um, which is all you really need for podcasting. Um, I use OBS because it lets me have... Oh, I'm going to sit up for this. I'm going to turn the microphone a little bit. Um, it lets me change the audio input coming out of my microphone. Uh, the volume of that in the final recording compared to what's coming through my speakers, which I have a headset on. So basically I've on myself, I'm pretty quiet on the mix and Dave is really loud because my <laughs> microphone is like naturally more sensitive. Significantly better. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I, my microphone's very sensitive because I spent quite a lot of money on it and Dave's cause he's just got it right up to his face. Uh, it, Literally. Yeah. So, it, it takes a while to get that sort of setup right, but OBS, even though it's free and it's very basic software, lets me do that. Whereas other things, like if I was just recording both things equally, I would be so much louder than Dave. It would be disgusting. Yeah, uh, and it's happened once or twice where I've had it set up yeah. improperly, and it's taken me ages in editing to sort out. Um, but yeah, that's the kind yeah. of the setup bit. I have a really good quality microphone. Dave just has a Turtle Beach press up to his face, and we use Skype. Yep. That's the longest shot of it. I'm recording it in OBS. I'm actually recording it as a video with no background image um, because that's all you can do in OBS. Ah, right, yeah. yeah. So I record a bunch of video, and then I convert it into audio later. Uh, and I only do that because OBS gives me such fine quality over my input versus what's coming through on Skype that otherwise I can't balance the audio properly. I've tried a few different programs and OBS, even though I'm recording video and I have to convert into audio, still is easier than those other yeah, programs. Yeah, than the there. other ones. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, and saying this, like when Rob records with us, he literally has a... Um, he records on his iPad yes. with his... With his, I think it's his phone. So you know, like the the bog standard like phone headsets that you get with like those those hanging microphones off the like uh, the earphone lead. Mm-hmm. Like that's what he records on. Um, and so he like you can almost hear him like rustling the wire <laughs> against his beard when he talks and stuff like that. Um, I think what we're trying to say is, is that like the don't get bogged down in the technology side of stuff uh, when first recording the um, the podcast because it's not it's not the primary um, focus of the podcast. Like you know, it doesn't really matter what you record on as long as you can hear each person chatting. Yeah, it helps uh, obviously. Like. Oh, it helps in the edit, obviously. And if you uh, listen to the I, first two or three episodes of this podcast, it's almost unlistenable to me. It's just so rough <laughs> and bad. Um, before I kind of got used to making it sound good in the editing, like it just yeah. sounds horrific. So, what do you edit the podcast on? I, I edit in Audacity, which is completely free. Oh, yeah, um, it's a fantastically strong and very powerful free audio editing software. Yeah. Um, 
I was shocked at how good it was. <laughs> at, like, you know, how powerful it is. And actually some of the... Because um, I've used it for videos and just clipping together uh, audio clips, even at university when I was doing like almost like quote-unquote professional style like um, editing, I found it easier to chop and mix like um, title sequences and theme songs on Audacity than trying to use more complicated software, only because my knowledge of audio editing was so limited. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, it's incredibly versatile for a free software. And you can export it as MP3, which is easy. Yeah, so I'll go through section by section because I record um, the audio section by section. So by the end of it, I have like five or six different audio files. One will be the intro when I click stop recording and start again, and that'll be news, stop and start again for the feature, stop and start again for what we've been playing, and then I'll do the music segment separately from that. So I usually have like five or six. And then I'll thread them together at the end. Uh, make sure all the um, cuts are very seamless and then that's it ready to go so I'd say the hardest thing to get right which took a long time was balancing the audio so what I do not to get too granular on it but in Audacity there's something called the compressor which what it basically does Mm -hmm. is make the louder parts quiet and the quiet parts louder I usually put the audio through that twice um, cause it just balances everything really well. And then I'll go in and do something called noise reduction. So if you highlight an area of the podcast where there's noise, say day's background fan, or if one of us is like breathing really heavily, <laughs> like I can select that. Rob's, Rob's fan, Rob's fan's fucking outstanding. Yes. It usually has a, uh, it usually has a traveling fan and you can hear it as it goes past him in the summer and it just goes. <laughs> <laughs> like in the background as you're chatting and like honestly sometimes it's louder than his actual voice <laughs> yeah so then i'll i'll select a bit of that and it's, it's sometimes going quite hard to find like a, sp- a few seconds where no one's saying anything and all you have is a background noise you can select that and click noise reduction identify that as the noise that you want to reduce and then select the whole yeah. file and just cut all of that noise out And what you're left with, typically, sometimes there's louder noises that happen in the background. But what you're left with is a very balanced level of audio with actual silence when nobody's talking. Like, it just sounds really clean. And it took so long to figure that out. In fact, what I'll do, I'm going to make things really difficult on myself. I'm going to stop those processes now. So, hopefully in the edit, I've just uncompressed it. Cut out. Unreduced all the noise. So you can hear all the raw audio <laughs> that's coming from it. Yeah. So and I people, bet it's fucking unbearable. People should be able to hear your fans in the background and like any kind of rustling that happens that would normally get reduced out. And maybe I'll sound a bit louder without the compressor done to it or whatever. But just to give you some idea of the little things I do to make it sound as professional <laughs> as I can, even though, you know, we're just doing it for a just laugh. To- you know, I still want it to sound as good as possible. That's it, exactly. You still got to take pride. Yeah, exactly. So, right, I'm going to do a click now. So I just turned it all back on. How professional does it sound now? You know? Amazing, probably. I'm probably falling off my seat. That's how good it is. <laughs> Incredible stuff. Um, yeah. So that's the sort of 
the tech side of it, but a lot more than just the tech goes into the podcast, yeah. Dave. Uh, so typically, yeah. it'll be like a Sunday evening, maybe, and one of us will yeah. say, podcast tomorrow, or <laughs> can't do Monday, how's Tuesday, or something like that, which happened this week because you were ill, which is fine. We just forgot on Tuesday. I was ill, yeah. Um, and that's when we start sort of thinking about what's going to be on the podcast. Usually we'll look, start looking at, well, I'll start looking at the news that's happened in the past week and start thinking about stuff like that. We'll try to come up with a feature that's interesting, unique, if we can. Um, yeah. I don't know about you, Dave, but that's also when I'll start thinking like, okay, what have I actually played this week? How do yeah, I want definitely. to phrase what I've played to make it interesting instead of me just going, I have played Borderlands 3 and the DLC for the first time and blah, 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 you know. Yeah, exactly. What do I want to talk about? So my, uh, so like you said, the podcast itself is split up usually into vague sections. And if for anyone who listens to podcasts or is interested in, you know, recording a podcast, I'd definitely get that in your head. Um, so that everyone on board knows what's going on. It, it, it makes it easier for you to kind of segment into different things. It makes it easier for you to kind of get into a, a system. And ours is very broad. So like he, uh, Gareth has just said, it's, um, it's usually news and then a talking point or a an extended news story that we want to chat about, a feature of some sort, whether that's a review. And then we'll go into what we've been playing. And then, like you said, that kind of change. That's when I start thinking about, well, how am I going to present this? Me personally, I write notes so it's in front of me. Mm-hmm. I'm just on a notepad or a Word document where I just kind of just vomit out all my opinions of what the game's been. Uh, so bullet point them out and then I segment them once I read them through uh, into like sections. So if I play the game, I'll be like, oh, actually, what do I want to talk about? Well, these are all the things that I remember. And then I try to categorize them a little bit further so it kind of makes sense. Mm-hmm. I, I try not to write a script because uh, it doesn't really flow out as well. It feels a bit more stale. Yeah, I, I, tried I, it in I the did past. the same thing. <laughs> yeah, I tried it in the past and it was just like, no, this is it feels a bit stale to try and pre-write like, lines uh, to get them in. Um but yeah, definitely just like, so for example, like you said, oh, I've been playing Spyro, so what do I want to talk about? And then it would be like, uh, nostalgia, uh, I want to talk about how this has improved, I want to talk about, you know, controller feel, I want to talk about gameplay, uh, graphics, um, and, you know, and then I'd kind of segment them out. Mm-hmm. But definitely, have you noticed that the way that you play games is different after doing this podcast? Yes, I I was worried it would be a lot worse than it is. I thought yeah, it would definitely. like it would ruin games for me, and I'd be like, okay, I have to make <laughs> yeah. I have to make playing this game interesting for the podcast. So how can I like make it? But instead, you know, yeah. as you're playing, you just think like, okay, this is something I'm enjoying. Make a mental note of that because it's something very specific to me, maybe, um, or like this is something that could lead into a broader topic, which has happened loads of times where. Like, remember the uh, Red Dead Redemption 2 thing where, like, yes. it has so many realistic things, but then 
the ammo you're carrying, you can just carry like a billion bullets, and it's like, <laughs> where's he carrying all yeah, the ammo? If it's if I can't carry two pelts load. at once, yeah, exactly. where's all my like billions of bullets? It's like yeah. little things like that just sort of spawn up randomly from us paying attention to the games we're playing and thinking about ways it can apply to the podcast. It it's like you know, it takes us like an hour and a half to record a podcast, and then however long yeah. it takes me to edit it. But really, it's like a it's like a full-time job that's always going on in the back of your head because you're always kind of thinking yeah. about what can make the podcast fun this week or entertaining for this segment this time, stuff like I that. I think at, at first it was definitely a, a, a conscious thought that I was making. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, um, right, podcast is going to be recorded. I'm definitely playing the new game. Yeah. And I was almost forcing myself to play new games so I can chat about them and consciously trying to like find things to chat about but now it's become quite subconscious in the fact that i think because my gaming rig and i hate using that word but my gaming setup has changed so my xbox playstation and pc are all connected to the same monitor in the same desk right in the same space so on my desk now i've got a notepad and when i'm playing a game I would like and literally just flick through to a new page and I'd write the game on top of it and I'd be like, you know, Spyro and I can flick back now and be like, you know, what have I highlighted? And like you said, when I'm playing the game and I know I'm going to chat about it, I'll be like, oh, yeah, and I'll just write something down. So here I've just literally written next to Spyro a colour and that obviously meant something to me at the time uh to be like talk about the color and how fucking vibrant it looks uh uh how almost old i said you know nostalgic but then it says stuff like um maintains controller feel uh maintains um what's same feeling still has tongue in cheek like stuff like that and it would just be like like i said actual mind vomit where you just go right i need to get that out otherwise i'm going to forget about it and then because that's right next to my playing space it doesn't feel like it's a conscious effort anymore Mm -hmm. like you know whenever i go oh actually that's that's a talking point i just write it down and then it's there so when i am about to record or like you said the 15 minute chinwag that we have before you press record i'm just typing up my notes uh this is the bit i want to chat about as like visual reminders to say talk about this talk about that talk about this talk about that and uh that's about it but definitely now i've got into the swing of things it's it's less of a conscious effort to try and make it entertaining however it has made me focus on things which i would never you know not necessarily pay much attention to so underlined it's uh the theme song for spyro okay underlined about twice to say like i've really noticed like the attention to detail that they put into the music and how they've revamped it and made it a lot more entertaining um things like the sound effects of uh, spyro running i've <laughs> underlined because when you're charging in spyro you can just hear his little he's almost it's almost got his own little drum beat and it's like it's it's little things like that that i've started to pay attention to which i think without doing this i wouldn't mm-hmm. um also things like like i said controller feel game controls um music graphical glitches or game style and color i'm starting to pay closer attention to the games in which i'm playing rather than just passively absorbing them yeah. and you know playing them i'm i'm a, i'm a little bit more active in my you know 
audience, I guess. Because I've got that in the back of my head. I've got the podcast in the back of my head. Like, yeah. what what am I going to talk about? How am I going to how am I going to explain this? Because without showing a very visual medium, it's not like we're a YouTube channel where I could just go, oh, look at this clip, yeah, uh, and then talk over it. It's a podcast. I've got to be a lot more descriptive about it. I've got to be a lot more, um, you know, enthusiastic about it. Um, but yeah, it's definitely made me more curious about games as well. Like I said, because it's just a perfect example. I haven't played Half-Life 2, but now it's free and I've got a podcast where it becomes... I'm motivated to play it. I want to play it and experience it. There's a part of me that wants to hate it just to be different. <laughs> but uh, I'm not going to go in there thinking that. But yeah, it, it is one of those things that has kind of changed the way I play games and experience games and think about games. And uh, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's kind it's, of... It's, it's kind of something you don't think about when you're just starting a podcast, but it sort of just happens. If you're passionate about it and you care about it, you want to make it as good as possible. It yeah. It becomes second nature. <laughs> and I think as well, like, I've got a lot more over the years, I've got a lot more involved in like game news. And on YouTube now, I subscribe to a lot of like critique channels and mm-hmm. news-based channels where they have a weekly synopsis and summary of like the big changes in games and the game industry because i know it's it's something that i've become interested in through the podcast you know rather than just looking at a new story and just going well i actually don't really understand how that affects the grand uh, scope of the world um you know you want to add a little bit more and you want your opinion to be a little bit more justified, as it were. Yeah. And uh, by thinking like that, it means that I've dragged myself into this, you know, weld, as it were. But yeah, it is a, it's a good thing. I would definitely encourage people to do it. Yeah, it's fun. It's very fun. It, well, it gives you something to kind of structure yourself in as well. Yeah, yeah. What yeah. day? Especially now, it's weekly. But yeah. You know, you're a bit is this bit you know you're talking to me about games where we're catching up like we don't chat that much during the week which i think kind of helps because we get on skype and yeah. it's like oh you're right mate oh i've not spoken to you in a week there's yeah. like there's an enthusiasm there um yeah definitely but then you know we finish the podcast you hang up the call and then that's it for you but for me <laughs> it's the start of three hours of editing and then I have to do the music segment. I need to find a good piece of music, which is getting harder and harder and harder as the weeks go on. Um, and then I have to write the post for the website that it's going to be on. I have to try and come up with something unique to say and find a picture that's going to highlight it and come up with a title for the podcast that's... I don't know why I put so much pressure on myself to make it like an interesting and funny title every time. <laughs> really catchy. Um <laughs> But yeah, that whole process. I'm always like, really impressed, actually, with the titles. I generally am. Like, I, I try. Oh, that's really good. That's really good. Um, that whole process can take anywhere from like two hours to like five hours, depending on how intense the episode is to edit. Um, yeah. But like a good ex- uh, excuse is the wrong word. A good example of like how weird it can be to edit things is last week. Like, if you listen to last week's podcast, the music segment. I ended up recording at seven in the morning the day after we recorded um, because I just couldn't find any music and I went to bed early and was editing at like five in the morning instead of 
the previous evening and so I had to whisper the music segment because like my mum's asleep in the next room <laughs> and I can't wake her up otherwise she'll kick the shit out of me. Um so it's like it's it's can be really weird, uh but editing I really enjoy it now, but it is very yeah. time consuming. It's a lot better since I started doing it on the PC. I was doing it on my laptop, which is fine, but it's not like particularly powerful in any way. Whereas the PC like converting all the uh, video files to audio files, for example, takes a tenth of the amount of time it used to. Um, unfortunately, my internet is pretty bad right now, so uploading the audio file to the website usually takes fucking ages as well. Um, <laughs> there's a whole lot of waiting around, like waiting for the audio it's to like, compress, Jesus. waiting yeah. for it to reduce the background noise with the settings I've input, like all that stuff is just sitting around waiting once you've clicked a few buttons. But with the good PC, that stuff is taking a whole lot less time. So editing's a lot yeah. nicer nowadays. Um, and there used to be things, I don't know if people remember, like we used to do sketches and stuff. Like there was one bit of the podcast yeah. where once we went to Russia to rescue somebody from a prison. And all of that was like a short audio play that I edited completely. And it took me like, half a day but then i had no job so of course i was going to do that shit um yeah that whole editing process uh probably takes like i would say on average three to four hours so once you know once the fun bit's over the fun bit this is yeah yeah (laughs) and then that's your bit but yeah I, i i i do understand your pain um you know um as someone who no, edits I, photographs for a living, day. I was about to say, as <laughs> someone who you know edits photographs, it is one of those things. So uh, I've only, and I think, if I'm honest, so I took in November Comic Con. I um, in Birmingham. I think I took over two days. I did about eighteen photo shoots. Uh-huh. Um, and some of those were like group shots as well. So I probably was editing around about, I think actually, yeah, it is. I've just loaded it up. So it's 2000 final images, Oof. which I edited. Um, and so, yeah, and I, I just gave back. And to be fair, I could probably could have done it earlier, but I did take a little, uh, like four week hiatus. Um, but I just gave the last photo shoot back to the person. Right. Um, so yeah, it usually takes me about a week per photo shoot. Mm-hmm. Um, um, actually probably less than that. So when I was editing in November, I'd probably do a photo shoot, um, probably a photo shoot every two days. Um, right. and I was getting them out like that. But yeah, it was, it's, it's intense. And you're just like, everyone's like, oh, so when am I going to expect the photographs? And I'm, and sometimes I say to people, like, in a jokey way, <laughs> January. And they're laughing. <laughs> no, seriously, it could be January. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm just saying. It honestly depends on what the photo shoot requires. Obviously, some photo shoots require a lot less editing, but other photo shoots are like Photoshop heavy. And like, I go, I just go full ham on them. And like, you know, take out backgrounds and stuff and put them in comic books and shit 
and you know that sort of stuff they're willing to wait for but you know i try to give them you know try to give them the photo shoots within about two weeks of the of 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 the con um yeah it's uh, like usually, a lot of work dave but it is a lot passionate about it is it. a lot and it is but it's a lot of fun and this is it like and, and, and like you said you kind of get used to you 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 start to enjoy the process um you you start to enjoy uh experimenting with the editing suite and you know bringing and it sounds like really gay but bringing <laughs> your vision to life you know uh yeah. like oh I, I love it and it's, it's it's so great but yeah no honestly that's the feeling that i get from it and like you know when i'm when i'm taking the picture and just going oh you know what and I, I know exactly how this is going to turn out and i can't wait for it to turn out so yeah yeah I mean, I and imagine you get this as well, Dave. I'll listen to other podcasts that have like thousands of listeners, and I'll be like, "Our oh, sounds better yeah. than that." Yeah, yeah, I feel feel, feel pretty good okay. about that. Yeah. <laughs> but I think that's it. I think that's what I'm what I mean previously when I said it's not all about the technology because it's the content which we've got listening to. It's uh oh god, I hope not. Oh shit, there's been none this week. <laughs> <laughs> But I was saying, like, you know, we're the reason they're coming back. And and that's why I'm confident that, you know, if we are as consistent as we are, um, that we'll eventually get more and more people listening. Uh, but that's that's it. We're doing it because it's fun. Um, I didn't even know we had 88 people subscribed. So that's fantastic. That's me. just what my podcast app that I'm using right now tells me. I don't know. If it's I true. believe that as a pure fact. And I'm never, ever, ever going to argue. All right. Move it. Wow. There we go. But yeah, the process isn't as complicated as it might seem. It takes a lot of uh, man hours on one part, but it's enjoyable. And I would fully recommend, if you were thinking about it, just dive in. Give it a go. You've got nothing to lose. Yeah, I mean, when I tell you we have 88 subscribers, I don't know if that's true or not. We might have zero but this is going to be an episode 151 next week. And then after that, episode 152, because it doesn't actually yeah. matter. What matters is that we put out a quality product that we're very proud of and we have fun doing it. And that's, that's it. You can't exactly. come into podcasting expecting to get listeners. You're coming into it for the wrong no. reasons. If you want to like a job out of it, you know, just do it because it's fun. Yeah. It's a social stuff for us, isn't it? Like, like you said, you're chatting about someone or you're chatting with a group of people or another person who's just as passionate about something as you are. And, and that's the reason you're doing it. You're not doing it for any other reason. You know, like you said, it doesn't matter to me if I've got two listeners or a thousand listeners, I wouldn't change anything else. Same. You know what, Dave? Yeah. Should we leave it there? I, I don't really have much to talk I about think in we terms should. of games. And we, I was going to say, I've, on long I, f- I think we should. Uh, next week, we've got uh, a Half-Life special. We do. <laughs> <laughs> really piling on the pressure now. Uh, you know, I'm going to be playing Half-Life 2 with my Gammy Farm uh, on my mediocre PC, mm-hmm. which which Steam has told me is fast enough to play this game, Perfect. which I'm happy Steve has got that uh, capability. <laughs> It's like, we've scanned before I downloaded it. It goes, we've done a quick scan of your hardware and your PC is quick enough to play this game. Watch it like lag all over the fucking place. 
Like, your PC's not quick enough to a 2000. When did it come out? Uh, 1999. Yeah. So, if my PC's not quick enough to play a 19, you know, fucking early 2000s game, then I'm going to really, really screw. Yeah. But yeah. Well, like Half-Life no, 2 frames a second, am I right? <laughs> am I right? Hey! <laughs> uh, but yeah, I'm looking forward to actually experiencing this. I haven't played PC games in a very long time. Cool. So yeah, I'm excited. Looking forward to that, and yeah, and I and, and I want to encourage you as well, Gareth, to play it with me, and we can talk about it. I'll try my very best. Yeah, but no, until then, until then, I will. Uh, it's been lovely, as always. As always, Dave. <laughs> as always, and I'm going to go and take some tablets and feel sorry for myself. I'm going to go to sleep and maybe have a wine. Oh, cool. Can I treat myself. Yeah. Yeah, treat yourself. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Always good. The Oculus Rift comes in handy sometimes. Yep, yeah, and then I come in handy because I'm stood up and there's nowhere else yeah. to put it. Yeah, yeah, see? That's what I was about to say. Well, where else did you put it? Minky. Exactly. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Until next time, Dave. Until next time. See you soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.